0: Five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention. All districts, a five-alarm fire. Five bells. Move in
1: immediately. That's it. Let's roll. Let's go. Firefighters. Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of America's unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. In just a minute, we'll take you to the office of Fire Chief Cody, where Tim Collins, rookie fireman, stands by for orders as the chief launches his counterattack against the forces that seek to destroy his program of fire prevention. But before we join the battle, here's a message you ought to hear. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to Fire Department Headquarters, where Chief Cody has begun his fight to save his program of fire prevention. As you remember, Mr. Lippett, owner of the Rainbow House, has made a vicious attack on Chief Cody, a smokescreen to hide the fact that Lippett's Rainbow House nightclub is a fire trap which Lippett refuses to make safe. But Jimmy, 14-year-old brother of Tim Collins, has brought the issue out into the open. He's laid the facts before the firefighter's brigade of Northside School. And just a moment ago, the fire chief ordered young Jimmy Collins to telephone the editor of the Daily News and tell him the story. Well, when the paper came out... Everybody knew that the Firefighter's Brigade had petitioned the mayor for action, and the parents of the firefighters demanded a showdown between Chief Cody and Lippett. Later, the mayor announced that a special hearing would be held in his office. Let's join Chief Cody and Tim as the mayor wraps for order. Are you ready, Mr. Lippitt?
0: I certainly am, Mr. Mayor. Chief Cody? Ready, sir. You young man, I don't know you. Have you an interest in this case?
1: I have, sir. Private Tim
0: Collins, Fire Department. I'm here because I... Because he's Cody's front man. He's in this racket up to his neck. That will do. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I'll have plenty to say when the time comes. You'll wait for the proper moment. Gentlemen, this hearing will be conducted informally, but I shall insist on order. All right. right. Now, with that understanding, we may proceed. Chief Cody? Your Honor, the case is perfectly simple. This man is the owner of a well-known restaurant, Lippert's Rainbow House, a nightclub in the heart of the city. As a matter of routine, we inspected his place. Uh, Collins, you have Inspector Buckram's report. Right here, sir. Yeah. Well, give his honor the inspector's recommendation. Yes, sir.
1: New escape doors and the present doors to be changed to open outwards, so people can get out quickly in case of fire. Stairways are too steep and narrow. Need rebuilding. Decorations are combustible. Should be made
0: fire-resistant with chemical treatment. Andy. And, 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 Mr. Mayor, this is an attempt to force me to spend a couple of thousand to rebuild and redecorate my place of business. One moment, please. To... Mr. Lippett. if these conditions do exist in your restaurant, you admit that they violate safety regulations? Regulations? It's a racket. Now, hold on, Lippitt. You've used that word once too often. Chief Cody. Well, all right, Your Honor. I'll hang on to my temper. You may proceed, Mr. Lippett. He made a very serious charge. I'll make it more serious, Mr. Mayor. I say this man Cody is running a racket to compel people like me to contract for expensive jobs of reconstruction or else. I claim that he can be bought off. I claim he's a crook. Leppert, you've gone too far. Chief Cody, take your seat. I demand an investigation of Chief Cody and his alleged safety regulations. Leppert, you'll eat those words. Chief Cody, that will do. My record is clean. Nobody can accuse me. That will do. To Lippert, you can compel an investigation. I must warn you, however, that it will consume a great deal of time. Mr. Mayor, it's my... my duty to insist. It was my hope to clear up this situation quickly. You realize that an investigation may drag on for months. But if you can't make good on your charges, you'll have ruined Chief Cody's reputation and accomplished nothing. Well, that's all he wants. Your Honor, the fact is... That... Chief Cody... For the last time, as your superior officer, I order you to... Your Honor, you have my resignation. What? Uh, Chief Cody, let's not act hastily in the heat of the moment. Your Honor, I stand by what I just said. For the good of the service. But this, I I, I cannot, Chief Cody. I I beg you to reconsider. I... Sir, I've given my life to the department. Now, if I can serve better as a private citizen... Well, you'll receive my formal resignation through the mail. I have no choice but to accept it, Chief. Uh... Mr. Cody, with the greatest regret. Mr. Lippert, you're to be congratulated. Well, thank you, Mr. Mayor. I knew he couldn't take it. Yes, you won your fight at who knows what cost to our city. Now we may as well adjourn. Oh, no. No, not yet, Your Honor. The hearing has just begun. Yes, but this is... Well, you have no standing now that you've resigned your post. I have, sir, as a private citizen. And, Lippitt, I'm going to talk to you as one citizen to another for the protection of all our citizens. Corey, you're through. You resigned under fire. I did, and that's why you lose. Your Honor, Lippitt wanted an investigation. He knew it would drag on for months until the public forgot what it was all about. And meanwhile, Lippitt could have his own way. He could defeat the whole purpose of our safety campaign. I see. With time passing, his position would become stronger every day. Yes. But now I'm out of the fire department. There's nobody to investigate but Lippert himself. You can't do that to me. Mr. Mayor, I... I demand protection. Mr. Lippert, you brought this on yourself. You go on, Cody. Thank you. Today, the very minute I leave this office, I mean to begin a fight that will close down Lippert's Rainbow House if need be. Already, the firefighters' brigade and their parents are clamoring for action. But that's unfair. You'll ruin me, Cody. Yes, I'll ruin you if I have to. To rouse our people to the need for safety regulations. Mr. Mayor, you heard him threaten me. I demand protection. Livet, your only chance is to protect yourself. But, but, well, how can I? If if Cody turns the whole city against me... You can protect yourself by doing now and without delay. What you should have done in the first place. You can follow the recommendations of the fire department... To make your rainbow house safe against fire. But I... Why, that means rebuilding. Then you'll rebuild. Or every ounce of authority I can assemble... Will be thrown into the fight on Cody's side. Now, do you understand me? I... Well... Do you understand me? Yes, Your Honor. I'll do it. I have no choice. It is for you, Bob Cody. Yes, sir. I think I understand you. No sacrifice you could make would be too great to protect your fellow citizens against fire. We honor you for it. I, I thank you, sir. But if I hear any more from you about resigning your post, I'll send you back to probationary training, but I won't let you resign. Yes, sir. I'll get back to
1: headquarters where you belong. This hearing stands adjourned in the crowded lobby outside the mayor's office Chief Cody and Tim Collins pause for a handshake and a few quick words Oh good grief sir that that was a close shave <laughs> Yes close enough but it's all over now uh, uh, Chief Cody did you really mean it would would you have really resigned from the fire department
0: You heard me Collins I meant every word of it.
1: Oh, but, sir, if the people don't care enough about fire prevention, if they weren't wise enough, uh, except for a few like Lippett, to back up
0: your program, sir... So Son, like... it's our job to risk anything to fight fire.
1: Oh. oh, yes, sir, sure, of course it is.
0: And preventing fire is one of our chief ways to fight that old fire demon. So, well, yes, I I would have resigned, Collins. It means a lot to me being chief of the department, but... But I'd risk even that for as good a reason as I had today. Well, for me, sir, I'd, I'd rather fight a five-alarm blaze any day than, well... Than men like Lippett. <laughs> yeah, so would I. Well, let's get back to our real work. And, uh, Private Collins. Yes, sir. You're relieved of special
1: duty. Report to your post.
0: Get back to Engine Company 209.
1: Yes, sir. I'm on my way. Tim makes his way across town as fast as he can, heading for his post with Engine Company 209. As he enters the firehouse, he hears.
0: 211, that's for us! Let's roll!
1: So, Tim Collins, rookie fireman, returns to duty. But before he can report to his officer, he hears an alarm and he leaps aboard 209 as the great engine prepares to roll. Tim doesn't know it, but he is on the verge of a thrilling adventure. For the story of this exciting alarm, listen to our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. And now Chief Bob Cody with a special assignment for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody.
0: Boys and girls, this is Chief Cody. And here's a little trick I want you to know. Sometimes we firefighters get into a spot where the smoke is so thick we can't see where we're going. So when we first go in, we pay special attention to the floorboards. That's right. We feel around to see which way the floorboards run. That is, if they run from the doorway to the opposite wall or crosswise. Then, when we want to find the door, we just feel our way, getting the direction from those floorboards. Now, you might remember that in case it comes in handy someday. So long for
1: now. You'll be hearing from me. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station... The next time you hear... That's it. Let's roll! Let's go! Firefighters! Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.